welcome to the Midlife-ish podcast, where you learn how to wake up and slay through menopause with mindful living. I'm your host, Dr. Joyelle, your board-certified OBGYN and perimenopause health coach. There's a lot of ish that happens during these midlife years, and you're probably bombarded by the pressure of beating the clock before you hit menopause. Are you a professional woman between the ages of 40 and 50 and afraid of how you'll look, feel, and even think when you approach menopause? Are you over 40 experiencing hot flashes, mood swings, lack of energy, and just feel lost on what to do to manage your symptoms? Are you over 40 and you cringe with each birthday because it means you're one year closer to menopause and you might just run out of time to fulfill your biggest dreams? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you are where you are supposed to be. This podcast will not only prepare you for what to expect during the midlife years, but equip you with simple, integrative strategies to manage your menopausal symptoms. Ladies, you will learn that you are not heading towards a midlife crisis, but a midlife revolution as you embrace the evolution of yourself. So let's get started so you can slay your day. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Thank you again for tuning in. And also I want to thank you all who has written a review. I really appreciate it. So today I wanted to first start off with the question. When was the last time you invested in yourself? Or have you even thought about it? I have to tell you, in the beginning of this whole journey, or just honestly in my adult life, I never even thought about it because I was just too busy. I, you know, like I said before, I'm a physician, I'm working in my practice, I'm a mom of three, I'm married, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, I'm a friend. So I really took pride in taking care of everyone. I had mentioned in my, you know, my story how I was grew up as the oldest of eight. So I always took that, you know, leader position and making sure everyone is okay. And that obviously just kind of transitioned into my adult life in regards to what I was doing outside of, you know, being the big sister. So I wanted to take care of everyone else, make sure everyone else is okay. The husband, my kids, my patients, my colleagues, like everything I did, it was all about making sure everyone is good. And, you know, just even day to day, getting up in the morning, getting the kids up, making sure my husband gets up on time, figuring out prefects. Then we see drop the kids off, go to work, take care of my patients, then go pick the kids up. If they have any activities, do the activities, come home, figure out dinner, do homework. And then once the kids go down, we go to bed and we start over in the morning, (laughs) start it all over. And I was, as I was starting with, you know, having these night sweats and my mood was changing. I was really feeling the weight 
of all these hats that I was wearing. And feeling at a point that I was losing myself, like I felt like I was, I didn't really have an identity anymore. Like I was the, I was the doctor. I was the, the wife, you know, Corey's wife. I was Jocelyn Simone and Justin's mom. And I was also feeling the pressure of just being perfect in all of these hats and just really making sure that everything was the way it was supposed to be, making sure the kids get their homework in on time, the projects done on time, the activities on time, making sure the house is in order, and just really feeling the weight of it all. And at a point, I was... I asked myself, like, what do, what do I want? And I really couldn't figure it out. But at a point as I was, you know, going through my, the start of my symptoms and just going through trying to figure out what I could do to manage them, I was feeling like I was being pulled to do something more. But I was really, at the same time, overwhelmed with dealing with my night sweats, with my mood swings, with irritability, with just being exhausted with wearing all of these hats. And then as I was then making moves in regards to maybe I'll change my diet, maybe I'll exercise more and really getting into a mindset of making myself a priority. And I mentioned in, again, in my story about giving myself permission to do things for me, to do things that actually give me joy. And this is essentially an investment in myself, right? I thought I've been investing in everyone else, investing my time, investing my energy. When do I invest in myself? Again, I felt I was too busy. Like, I don't have time. (laughs) I don't have time to invest. And then you think about, oh, is this this being selfish? You know, growing up, you're taught to not to be selfish, making sure you take care of others, you serve others. But when are we actually taught to take care of ourselves? to really invest in ourselves. And I think, you know, well, yeah, I I invest in myself. I I go get my hair done. I go get my pedicure, you know, making sure everything is all straight with that. But that's, you know, it's an investment for the external, for for my external being, right? But that really is not investing in my spiritual being, my emotional being, that wasn't really giving me the fulfillment that I really needed. And, you know, I mentioned being too busy investing, but I made time to get my hair done. I made time to get my pedicures. So then I had to kind of sit with myself, take a pause, I'm like, okay, I have to 
make some more investments here and invest in my internal self as opposed to the external. So I figured out, okay, so what do I need to do to invest in myself? After I gave myself permission, (laughs) without feeling guilty, how can I invest in my internal self? Because the other struggle was, you know, it's always investing, always investing my time, right? Into everyone else. I have to invest time into myself, basically giving myself time to be with myself, to do things that bring me joy. The other struggle was just in investing money and doing things for myself. I mentioned getting my hair done and getting my pedicure. I didn't have any problems with that. But other investments in regards to really contributing to my personal growth, I struggle with, uh, I can use this money to do something else, you know, with the kids or something for the house. But really realizing that that personal growth makes such a big difference in regards to fulfillment. And that is worth the investment. So starting to, I started to buy certain books to essentially enhance my personal growth. And I'm like, wow, reading these books. And, you know, again, I was always of, I'm too busy to read a book. Like I haven't read a book since medical school. (laughs) And that wasn't even a real book. I mean, it was, you know, medical books to learn what I need to learn to graduate. So it wasn't books for entertainment or anything like that. So really getting into the mindset of investing not only money, but time into myself for reading these books for personal growth. And I mentioned how I felt I was being called to do something else more than, you know, seeing my patients in the office. I just felt, again, as things were changing just in the medical field in general, I felt like I needed more time spending with my, with my patients in the office just to discuss just different issues that they're having. Like we are just so limited in the office to these appointments, like, oh, you'll have 15 minutes to address, you know, certain issues. And it's like, 15 minutes is just not enough time. (laughs) And again, as I was going through my transition and feeling all these emotions and trying to figure out these night sweats, and as I was making changes in regards to my diet, making changes in regards to investing time to exercise, and then investing in myself for personal growth, I figured, okay, I can also do more by empowering other women to do the same. But I didn't really know how to do it. I was still kind of struggling with, okay, so how do, how do I do that? So then I thought about 
getting a coach. You know, everyone hears about all these different types of coaches, right? And then you, then I thought, okay, do I really need a coach? I think the other thing in regards to investing in ourselves that we have to think about or get over our pride. And what I mean by that is the simple thing is to ask for help. I think as a mom, as a woman, like we struggle with asking for help. Like I said before, I was doing everything for everyone else, making sure everybody else was okay. I got this. (laughs) I don't need anyone's help, right? Or I can do it better, so I'll just do it myself. So I really struggled even asking for help. So I think that goes along with when you think about investing in yourself, investing the time, investing the money, investing in someone who can help you, you have to be okay with asking for the help in the beginning and giving yourself permission to ask for help. Like it's okay because how can we feel better? How can, how can we get better if we don't first, number one, acknowledge that we need to make some changes and acknowledge the things that we're going through and then ask for it, ask for the help. So we have to acknowledge what we're going through, what our symptoms are, what we're struggling with. Say that out loud to someone that you trust, obviously, and to someone who can actually help you in asking for the help. This is how we invest in ourselves. So I was, like I said, mentioning that I was thinking about getting a coach and do I really need one? You know, again, asking for help, is that a sign of, is that a sign of weakness? I think we associate that with asking for help too. Like that, that can be associated with a, a sign of weakness and it's not. It's actually a sign of strength that actually makes us stronger because again, we're investing in ourselves for growth, for progress. So of course, yes, we can look things up. We can go to Google, we can go to YouTube University. All of those things are readily available and that can take plenty of time to, you know, sift through, you know, what is, what you're looking at. Is it something credible? Is it not? As opposed to working with someone who can actually, who's potentially been through the things that you've already been through and has figured out ways to get through it. So eventually after I went through this back and forth of what I need to do in regards to really personally grow and fulfill my spirit. And again, answer this calling of me wanting to do more. I decided to invest in myself. So I got a coach and I mentioned I started reading books for, for personal growth. And after doing all this, I'm like, why didn't I do this? Why did I do this sooner? 
<laughs> Why didn't I do this sooner? So after doing all this, I was able to write my book. I was able to create this Facebook community, my private group, and just build a community of women who want to be healthy, who want to be surrounded by other like-minded individuals who want to do the same. And if you haven't, if you're not in my Facebook community, it's called Midlife-ish. It's the same as the podcast, Midlife-ish, Slave Menopause Through Mindful Living. You can join, you can click the link um, in the show notes to join my Facebook group. But really surrounding ourselves with community, that's also an investment, right? It's not, it's not a good feeling of feeling alone. And I think a lot of times as we're struggling with our menopausal symptoms, a lot of us feel like, am I the only one going through this? <laughs> and you're not. There's millions of us that are struggling. So it's good to find a community that is going through different, you know, transitions, you know, all associated with the same thing, but really first, you know, realizing you're not alone. And then also just kind of supporting each other and getting ideas and learning from each other. That's all an investment. And I think about this quote by Maya Angelou, my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive. And that really spoke to me because as I was taking care of everyone else, wearing all of my hats, making, making sure everyone's good, and then my symptoms started and I felt like crap, I was barely surviving, barely surviving. And that did not feel good. But once I started to invest in myself, putting myself, giving myself permission to make me a top priority, make me number one on that priority list, I started to thrive. Thriving because I reclaimed my joy. I was no longer serving others from an empty cup because I was, y'all, I was literally running on fumes. So I was filling my cup doing things, filling my cup doing things that brought me joy, that really made me more fulfilled emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. And I felt amazing. I finished and launched my book. I created my Facebook community and was educating more women in these internet streets and really fully walking in my purpose by really embracing my journey through perimenopause. And speaking of walking, I don't know if y'all saw my IG, my Instagram reel the other day when I, when I, I deal with my girls that walking um, music, that IG reel went viral, okay? <laughs> I could not believe it because I was truly, you know, walking, I called it walking into menopause and my, my girls was with me and I, I, I said they were walking into puberty and I was walking into menopause and we owned the runway that we made in our house <laughs> and it went viral. So it was it's so amazing to have 
this, you know, be at where I am in this journey from where I started. It's just so amazing. So ladies, how are you investing in yourself? Well, I can already tell you one way. You're listening to this podcast. You're investing your time to listen and learn. And I really, truly appreciate you for that. Because I truly want us all to shine and thrive during this stage of life. Because I know it can be rough. But there's so there's there are things that you can do that you can fit into your you know busy lifestyle and feel so much better. Which leads me to my exciting news. I have created this awesome online program. I'm so excited about it, y'all. I have a framework through my own trials and tribulations as, as I started my journey. I have been able to create a framework and I and it's called the power of the pause. It's an online group coaching program that I am able to empower other professional women who are struggling with perimenopausal symptoms and really feeling stuck and overwhelmed, equipping them with integrative strategies, simple integrative strategies through this program. And I'm so excited to share that with y'all because it's really given me an opportunity to, again, spend more time with women as they are going through this journey. Because like I mentioned before, the, the little 15 minute office visits, it's just not enough. So I'm so super, I'm just excited to be able to have this as a, a way out of the overwhelm, a way out of the exhaustion, the burden of going through these symptoms, feeling alone. Through this program, like I say, it's a group coaching program, group, because again, I mentioned the importance of just having a community that, who, that you can learn from and also be able to give you more support. And you can support them along the process. So weekly group coaching, as well as some one-on-ones with myself. So I'll definitely, you know, obviously be there to hold your hand, you know, through this whole process. But the one-on-ones is is something, is an opportunity for me to dig deeper into what your goals are and to figure out how you are going to use this, you know, use this program, my framework to get to the other side to get to the point where you are not burdened by your symptoms. Your symptoms will no longer be in the way of a passion project that you may have or something that you're trying to do, whether it's write a book or build a business or make your side hustle, your main hustle, whatever that other thing is or whatever that calling is. After going through my program, you will be able to eliminate the symptoms that are 
overpowering your life, essentially. So this is an opportunity for you to invest in yourself and be able to not only eliminate your symptoms, but really improve your physical, mental, and emotional health. So if this sounds like something that you need in your life right now, let's talk about it. Let's get on a call, a discovery call, and let's chat and see where you are, see if this is actually a good fit for you, and also see if I'm a good fit for you. I'll put a link to my calendar in the show notes, and um, we can talk and see. Because I'm excited to work with y'all to get you to a better place. All right, y'all. That's what I have for today. Thank you all again for listening. I really appreciate y'all. Until next time, you all take care. Thank you for listening. If you had any aha moments, please subscribe and share this podcast with all the ladies in your circle. Then head on over to www.drjoyelle.com to get my monthly newsletter and join my Facebook group so we all can slay our day together.